This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us on the Roman Guest Line right here right now is a man that has not been swept ever in his career. He has always been up 3-0. Sometimes he lets the opposition feel like they have an advantage. He'll give them one game. Then he puts them out of their misery on his home ice or home floor. Is Mark Zeno joining us? And he's one of us now. Studio clap for our guy, Mark Zeno. 92-9, the game, Atlanta. Mark, how you doing, my brother? I am well. Uh, you know, usually I'm a fan of the gentleman sweep since I'm such a gentleman. So, therefore, uh, that's usually the, uh, the the route I try to go down. Well, Mark, I know you're a gentleman, so continue to be a gentleman on our show and let us know what you're on tonight. Of course, this is a live sports gambling show. We'll ask you about some other things moving forward. But are you sweating out anything tonight? I know you are. Uh, well, not sweating yet. I'm actually in a good position. Two things I played tonight. Lance Lynn, over four and a half Ks. Uh, White Sox and Blue Jays. They already got two strikeouts for the first inning. Lance Lynn making his second start of the year. Uh, and he got it at plus money, too. But, you know, this is a Blue Jays team that's coming off a big win. Lynn, in his first start, uh, only went four innings because, obviously, he's still getting stretched out, and he struck out three batters. And so, didn't have a great first start, but I expect him to come back again. Toronto off the big win at the Yankees. A little bit of a sort of letdown regression, if you will, after that game. And uh, you get Lance Lynn going on the mound against a Toronto team that strikes out more at home than they do on the road this year. So uh, we are almost halfway there after one inning in a scoreless game. So we got Lance Lynn over four and a half Ks. And I took the St. Louis Cardinals in Milwaukee yeah. on the money line uh, with the second best mustache in Major League Baseball, yeah. Miles Meeklitz on the mound for uh, for the St. Louis Cardinals. The guy's got a, a 2.62 ERA and a, and a sub one whip. Uh, this is a great pitching matchup between Nicholas and Corbin Burns, but you get no Josh Hader tonight. He's on the paternity leave. A Cardinals team that's top five in Major League Baseball and runs scored against a Brewers team uh, that doesn't score anywhere near as much. Their 18th overall and run scored per game. Just a good spot here for St. Louis, uh, who's the better hitting team, even though Corbin Burns is on the mound. Let's see if the bats can get going for St. Louis here. But at plus 150 on the money line, it was too 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 much value for me to pass up. Yeah, Mark, I'm glad that you went there, actually, with the Cardinals, man. And just looking at the NL Central, the um, the Pirates have some nice things going. I think they'll be around maybe in four to five years. The Reds are a dumpster fire. The Cubs are the worst team in baseball, in my opinion. But just last week, the Cardinals were still plus 175 to win the NL Central. I think, obviously, they're the better hitting team. They have some prospects where they could add a couple arms in the uh, back end of that bullpen. And Miles Michaelis has been awesome. They just got Jack Flaherty back. If you're picking an NL Central winner today, 
Are you laying the chalk with the Brewers minus 145 because of their staff, or are you going to go with plus money with the Cards? I mean, the Cardinals, look, getting through 162 right. with a better offense is a better formula. Now, winning in the playoffs is completely different, right? But if you can mash your way through 162 games, chances are you're going to win more than you're going to lose. And that's kind of why the Cardinals would be more of a uh, a bet that I like. You know, their, their 331 runs coming into tonight is a second in the National League behind the New York Mets. So they clearly can put, you know, runs up on the board. They got a plus 61 run differential, always a decent barometer, at least for what teams can do. Milwaukee's pitching is going to be tough to beat. Uh, and both of these teams right now, 38 and 30 tied. Here's the thing, though, guys, and this is going to be really interesting. You know, last year between July 15th and July 30th, there were 149 players traded in a two-week span leading up to the trading deadline. With an extra playoff spot this year, the Pittsburgh Pirates at 26 and 39, they're still alive. Like with the exception of five or six teams across Major League Baseball, whether you're talking about the Kansas City Royals, the Detroit Tigers, the Oakland Athletics, the Nationals, and, and you know maybe even the Rockies, but you know, hell, even the Baltimore Orioles are in a playoff race, and they're dead last in the AL East right now at 30, 30 and 38. So, so many more teams are going to be in this thing and more sellers than buyers at the trade deadline. And I would also think that, because there are more teams, they're not going to wait post-All-Star break to make the move. You're going to start to see a lot of trades happen here uh, within, the, within the coming weeks leading up to the All-Star break because everybody wants to know what their position is going to be. I think if you wait till the All-Star break with so many teams trying to get that one or two extra pieces that's going to put them over the top, the competition to pull off a trade is going to be so much more difficult. Those who get out early and make the trade first are more likely going to be the ones that are going to get the better players. Mark, when I look at especially teams that play – like the Nationals, for example. I was looking at this hey. game yesterday and was looking at some hitter, like some hitting props, and you're getting like these over a half a hit or over a, a half a bag at like minus 265. So if you want to try to take some props against bad teams, hitting props, what is your philosophy and what is your strategy in terms of Ooh, we get a goal here in the uh, first period. Colorado, Colorado up 1-0. I just took the, the Avalanche live plus 145 nice. in regulation. Uh, so what is your philosophy and strategy? If you wanted to get some action on the prop market outside of strikeout props, how are you doing it? I mean, I just look at matchups. I want to try to find a bad pitcher uh, going up against any lineup that, of guys that, that, that can decently hit or guys that are on a hot streak, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that with, with pitching across the board nowadays uh, and guys not lasting as long into games, that first time through the lineup and how guys react to it really is what I'm looking at. I mean, you can pull up those stats, how pitchers do first time through the lineup and guys who struggle first time through the lineup is where you're going to go. If you're looking for just a half, a, you know, half a hit, you know, the line being a half hit, yes or no. Um, it, that's where I'm going to look first is for the worst pitchers going up against guys. You know, I mean, there, there are teams that are bad, and you mentioned the staffs that are really bad. The Orioles' staff struggles. You know, you mentioned the Nationals. Their staff struggles. And anytime Josiah Gray pitches, what the hell? Just, it's just a, a bet the other lineup, everybody to get a hit at this rate because, you know, he's getting banged around uh, like, like a drum. So that's kind of just the philosophy that I look at when it comes to those props. It's all about matchups for me. Um, there's, there's no other focus. But I think, too, when you – are doing this, you have to try to account for as much variance as possible um, and and look at how a hitter has performed in recent games, right? Players are all streaked. They go hot, they go cold, uh, and, and try to stay away from guys on cold streaks and, and, and hope that they'll snap it against any given pitcher. We took it all. 
we brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Mark, has anything changed for you in any of the awards races as we continue throughout the year? I continue to try to keep my eyes on the Cy Young candidates, the MVPs. I haven't played any more Rookie of the Years. I had, um, I don't even think it was Bobby Witt. It was somebody that has not even seen the MLB who's no longer on the board, so I've already taken him out of my memory. But have you had any, like, um, any, I'd say, um, any feelings recently that have been prominent enough to make you say, I'm going to head to the sportsbook and play this future before it's too late. Well, it was two weeks ago that Spencer Strider was the guy to look for from the Atlanta Braves, mm. right? Uh, who has the best mustache in Major League Baseball, <laughs> by the way. So yeah, uh, it's really it's really uncomfortable too. Like just <laughs> yeah, no, it is a, it's very nice for I'm us right. too. Yeah, it's it, it's. Oh my I god! Mean, he's down to plus four hundred right now. He's four to one to win it. So you kind of lost all your value, um, but. He burst onto the scene. Uh, he's going to probably lead all rookies in strikeouts this year uh, now that he is a, uh, a starting pitcher. And, and another brave I look at, too, is Michael Harris, the, the young kid they called up from A a couple of weeks ago who's batting over 300, hit his third home run of the year, continues to pour it on. I mean, usually rookies of the year go to hitters more than they do to pitchers. You've got to be really, really dominant. And when it comes to pitchers for rookies, unfortunately, they kind of default back to that whole – how many wins did you get kind of deal? Uh, how much did you help your team win ball games? So uh, hitters, I think, get a little bit of a, of a pass, but I think that's another guy that, that I look at um, who's 6-1 to one right now uh, in the National League. But as far as the big awards is concerned, Aaron Judge, as long as he stays healthy, is going to be the odds-on MVP, right? Like, there's yeah. nobody even going to touch him at this point in time. He's minus money, for crying out loud. If you'd like to take a flyer, and who the hell ever said I'm going to take a flyer on Mike Trout, right? I mean, it's just, but at, you know, at plus 550 right now, it's not bad value. He's right. always going to be in the conversation. Either that or Otani as well. They're both going to be there. And a judge gets hurt and misses considerable time, that's where Trout could really take advantage uh, and end up putting up numbers. And a lot of that, too, depends. If if Aaron Judge gets hurt in the middle of August going into September and Trout pours it on, voters have recency bias across the board. They'll take the guy who's played better late than the guy who has played better early. Mm-hmm. They always do. So um, it's not bad to take Trout or Otani at this point in time just because uh, of the fact that they are heavier underdogs or, or not as big favorites as, tra- as as judges at this point in time. That's really the one place I think you could look for value in the American League. Hey, Mark, we got about two minutes. Looking at the division races, you know, the AL Central, also wide open, I would say. you got the Twins, who are 38-30, and 30, but the Guardians are only a game back, and they're 8-2 and two in their last 10. Shane Bieber's stuff looks really ah. good. He looks like a Cy Young candidate, and they're still plus 350. We all expect the White Sox to get right in the second half of the season. You know, they have a really easy schedule, but I just I don't know that they're a good baseball team, man. What would you do in the Central? Is it the Twins, or would you take a shot maybe with the team like the Guardians because you're nearly getting 4-1 to odds? It's tough for me to back the Guardians because I've seen this script before where they get in contention, they come in September, they fade as far as you know winning the division is concerned. Yeah. I can't walk away from the White Sox at plus money. I mean, think of where they were before the beginning of the season as far as how heavy a favorite they were to win that division. Even though <gasps> They it's took the goal off, guys. No. 
Sorry. What happened? They took the no, goal happened? off the board. I, I, I was yay. listening to you. No, not yay. I'm on the under. No, no, but, but <laughs> I'm, I'm on the over, Mark. So that's where oh, we. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. So keep going. Keep going. Sorry to cut you off. No, to- totally okay. So I, I just, because the White Sox were such heavy favorites at the beginning of the year, the difference between what you would have got them at prior to first pitch in game one of the season to where they are now, you can't pass up the value on the White Sox. Yes, we all believe they're going to get right, and it's getting late early as, uh, you know, to quote the late great Yogi Berra for the White Sox. They've got to eventually put together a streak like the Braves did and win eight or nine in a row to get themselves out of this thing. They're the most talented team. They have the best bats. They have the best pitching staff. All that should come together to win the thing. And remember, you know, you don't have to win 95 games to win the division, yeah. right? It, it, it's, you just got to finish ahead of the team behind you. And, and that's ultimately with the White Sox only being five games back, the only thing that matters. Don't get stuck on winning percentage and total wins. Look at the games back when you're making this bet because it's a very manageable deficit, right? I mean, the Blue Jays are 11 games back. The Angels are nine and a half games back. You know, the Pirates, they're 10 and a half behind Milwaukee and St. Louis. Those are big, big leaps to take. Even though it's still June, that's a large deficit to overcome uh, just because, you know, baseball is that way where, you know, most teams the rest of the way may play 500 ball for a better part of the year. So it's going to be tough. But with only five games for Chicago, you can't you can't not take the plus money on those guys. Yeah, you're absolutely right, Mark. Thank you so much for joining the show. Like a lot of the stuff you said, as always, Mark, and before we let you go, please tell our listeners where they can find you from here on out. Sure. On Twitter, at Mark Zinno, M-A-R-K-Z-I-N-N-O. Of course, on the Odyssey app, you can hear me on 9290 Game. All right. Our guy, Mark Zinno, will be tuning in. Thank you so much, brother, for joining the show. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Have a great night. You That's too. our guy, Mark Zinno, on the Roman Guest Line. You can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to get, GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. I love what... uh. Mark said um, when discussing the AL MVP, he said, you know, voters will take a guy who's been performing well as of late opposed to a guy who peaked early. So if you're feeling a little, um, you know, maybe a little down about betting uh, MVPs right now, but specifically in the AL with Aaron Judge is going crazy right now, minus 115. He makes a very good point. Otani and Mike Trout right now tied at plus 550 for the second best odds to win that Can't award. place money on rooting on Aaron Judge getting injured. I just can't do it. You, I, yeah, I can't do that. I agree, but it is a long it is season. A, yeah, no, it is. A, yeah, you're right. 